1: Welcome to I'm Listening. This is a Frazier fan podcast hosted by number one Frazier fan Anita Flores. Every episode we have a special new guest, and today is no different. Today we have writer, editor, and very old friend Jeremy Glass is joining me today. Jeremy, how are you?
0: Hi. How are you? I'm good.
1: I, I said very old friend, as in you're one of my you're my oldest friend. Not that you're very old. I'm We're not the very same old. age, basically.
0: We're basically. How old are you?
1: I'm 31. I've talked about it before. It's not, it's not a okay.
0: secret. I'm 32, so uh, I win.
1: You're the same age as Jonathan Van Ness.
0: Oh, I yeah. I just found out
1: he's 32 years old. He's young. It is insane. Uh, so, yes, I wanted to have you on the pod because I know that you are a, a huge Fraser fan.
0: It played a huge role in my life growing up and also recently.
1: And also recently. Oh, yeah. We can get into that in a second. Oh, yeah. I want to just, listeners, I want to let you know today is going to be a very interesting episode. We're on location uh, in my apartment. Uh, and I wanted to get into uh, the history of uh, the song that plays at the end of Fraser Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs. So,
0: any Frasier fan knows it by heart. It's right. like, what, three lyrics, but it's, it's, Big.
1: It's big. It's got a backstory, and I thought, who do I want to invite into my home to talk about the song and to perhaps eat, tossed salad and scrambled eggs, only my oldest friend. Who, me? Yeah, you. Me. Jeremy, how long have we known each other?
0: That's a good question. We did this math recently, so we like met... 10 minutes ago, I think. 10 minutes ago, but I've already forgotten. I'm a, on, a, on a lot of cold medication. So. I'll tell
1: you. I believe... Uh, Well, you're slightly older than me, just by, you know, less than a year.
0: We did the math, and you're 31, and I'm 32. I've
1: known you since (laughs) I was 15, so for me, it's been 16 years. Yeah,
0: so for me, 17 (gasps) years? Oh my god! Wow. That's psychotic. Can you feel death's grip around your throat right now, like how I can?
1: Absolutely. I felt it most recently at a Backstreet Boys concert. Oh, what happened? Uh, I went, and the opener was Brian Luttrell's 16-year-old son, Uh, Bailey Luttrell and uh, his hit song right now is called, he's a country singer and his hit song is called We Run
0: This Beach. uh, Shockingly shockingly, I don't know this song.
1: It's about the beach and (laughs) um, if you really want to question your mortality go to a Backstreet Boys concert as a 31 year old woman.
0: I'm glad it was just that. I thought you were going to say that you got threatened or assaulted. (laughs) Did, no. did someone hurt you, Anita?
1: No, it was a really special concert, and oh. um, it did make me question my mortality. But that's okay. It was easily one of the greatest nights of my life. Oh, that's great. Um, so back to back to friendship. Given that we've known each other for so long, mm-hmm. um, uh, I would love to connect this to Fraser. So, uh, here's a question for you. Yeah. Who do you <clears throat> think you are? At, like, in terms of which character on Frasier would you say you relate to the most?
0: Oh, wow. That's really good.
1: I feel like I know what I would, s- I, who I would say for you.
0: Do you want to say it th- uh, on three? Yeah. Oh, let me try that again. Do you want to say it on three? Yes. Okay. One, two, three. three. Niles. Niles. Oh, my God. Of course.
1: I know. Of course. Wow. He, yes. Well, I would say why? Because he's a... Uh, He's a bit anxious, I would say. A bit theatrical. Yes. We're we're maybe not as theatrical. I'm not as theatrical. But he is also an actor.
0: He's an actor. He is anxious. He's, uh, you know, I'm the middle child, right? I'm the middle child. And I've always had middle child syndrome where you're not getting enough attention. But Niles, I guess, is the youngest in the show. And I feel like he's overshadowed by his brother. Oh, for sure. So I've always felt like overshadowed on both ends. Um, I've had a bird in my head once.
1: A bird on your head?
0: Oh, I mean in my head. In
1: your head, is that is that a joke? Yeah. Uh, I could because it wouldn't surprise me if you told me you had some incident like
0: an an infection where a bird tunnels into my head and just lives there.
1: Or like if you told me a bird (laughs) flew into your head, like seems like something that would happen.
0: No, I've had a bird sit on my head. That's kind of it. But uh, I don't know. In terms of anxiety and anxiety around women for a while, yeah, absolutely. I've had unrequited loves like like Miles and uh, what's your name? Daphne.
1: Roxanne okay let me make this about me for a second yeah who do you think I and Roz it, it, no I wish do you, you know what thank you so Jer- Jeremy J- uh, he already knew what I was gonna ask which is who am I on Fraser? yeah I was gonna say that I think I oh god what the fuck is that I don't know just a, a heads up listeners if you hear a horrifying noise it sounds like a bird a child being hurt. Um, it's just a fence. I believe it's a fence being tuned. Is that a thing?
0: Yeah, it's being tuned.
1: Tuning a fence? Yeah, that <laughs> a definitely, noise? that's definitely It's
0: definitely the word. You tune a fence.
1: It's the bird that Jeremy bought, brought with him. It's a cockatoo. Um, they live a
0: long time, you know.
1: Back to your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wrote down that I feel as if I m- mostly relate to Niles, but oh. that I aspire to be like ross really but the fact that you already think that i'm like Roz yeah. makes makes me think that i've already i've done it i've done it all
0: do you aspire to be ross in the sense you have a flourishing love life
1: i mean i do have a gr- i i consider this to be a flourishing love life a, a lovely relationship
0: oh the guy in the other room
1: that's right <laughs> he's here he's in the apartment he's watching football everybody it's all right uh, he, we, we talk great. about him he's no secret my boyfriend but we won't say his name even though people, no if you're a true fan you know his name we all know his name don't t- don't t- the don't, homonym the ha ho- i don't know what that is
0: it's i mean i guess you can't use it with names but the homonym of his name is someone else
1: jeremy is a writer so um i do think that you have more fancy words in your vocabulary you think so
0: but sometimes i have to really dive into this dive into the, the, the thesaurus <laughs> No, you don't know, leave that in just S- <laughs> people should know how, how little i can talk
1: dive into the
0: thesaurus to think of better words
1: um what i feel that i don't <clears throat> fully have of Roz's is what seems like uh an ease and confidence i I'm, you don't f- think so i like it's there uh-huh. um but i feel like i want to be Roz on the inside i feel like yeah. as a performer. Yes. I, I don't necessarily bring all my neuroses to the stage right. at all times. Uh, but I feel like, uh, yeah, she's she's chill and I want to be more chill.
0: See, when I was younger, I wanted to be inside of Roz.
1: Gross. hey I don't know if I'm going to keep that in, Jeremy. <laughs> Sicko. Who do you aspire to be?
0: Who do I aspire or do you, to are be? Are you happy Fraser? being Niles? Wow, it's a good question. I mean, I think everyone should aspire to be Martin Crane for a couple reasons. He is 100% the most comfortable with himself in every way. You know, he has all these so-called foibles, but he's totally chill with it. He has his old chair that he loves. He has his, what's uh, his, the um
1: word? Pizzazz? No.
0: Pizazz. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm a thesaurus. Say, um,
1: <laughs> he has pizzazz.
0: What's the word you have your, your your... Confidence. When you do certain things a certain way?
1: Uh, routine. He has
0: his routine. I should repeat. I'm on a lot of cold medicine, so this is gonna be a very tough show, especially when we dive into the sherry oh, that I brought.
1: Listeners, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, tell us what <laughs> sherry have you brought us to eat, try drink today?
0: I brought a delicious sherry called González Byass, Jerez and it's a Vina A B. Oh, there's so many letters here.
1: What, uh, is this from a certain country? Let me check the back.
0: It should be. I should have looked at the fact sheet. It's,
1: it's a pale, it's pale amber in color, bone dry on the palette.
0: Bone dry.
1: And it has a delicate almond flavor. It's an excellent match for nuts, white meat, and seafood. Wow. And it says it's imported f- uh, from Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. Yeah. Ooh. I didn't
0: know that. I know it's from Chicago. And the really sweet PR woman uh, sent it to me. She, uh, I should look up her name, actually. I want to shout her out.
1: Yes, we could also add it in. Or wait, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what (laughs) you We'll add it in post. Yeah. I just forgot this is a podcast.
0: Oh, Rebecca Polster. So she sent me this really great bottle, two bottles actually, of uh, Gonzalez Baez, a Vina and a Nectar. And she forwarded to me, or she uh, expedited expedited it to me
1: um, for Saturday. Why don't we try it? Okay. uh, Sure. As we dive into your... Frasier history. I at this great sound. Yeah. Jeremy is oh. popping the cork off. The cork like... <laughs> That's ASMR for everybody. Oh, yeah. No, that, see, this is the conversation I have constantly with people defending my love of ASMR and that it is not sexual, but more of a calming thing that helps me go to
0: sleep. That's why I listen to your voice every single night before I go to sleep.
1: Oh, my God. I think I just, did you hear my stomach rumble? Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like
0: I... Um, before we yes. drink this, I want to have a funny story. I have a funny story actually about more about how we met but also about your voice before we slept. We sleep. This oh, sounds terrible.
1: Before we slept? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but about, about your voice before I fell asleep once. I remember once we were, I was going to bed um, and you called me to talk about something, some project we we're working on. And right, we talked on the phone. I went to sleep. The next day I told the girlfriend whose best friend you were Oh, this is an awful, this is, this is not even a story. No, no, no. you stupid. know what?
1: I'll just say very briefly, <laughs> just as a way of explaining how we know each other, yeah. that my childhood best friend growing up is yeah. some, is the girlfriend that you were with for many, for a while. Right. And that is how Jeremy and I know each other.
0: And she was mad that I talked to you last before I went to bed. Really? She was very mad about it. I don't know this. if we can add this on the I pod. Know. it was really weird. <laughs> Sherry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, and on that note, cheers! Cheers to friendship.
0: Mm-hmm. Woo! Oh,
1: now how would you, huh. as a person who is a thesaurus of words, oh god, what words would you use to describe um, how that tasted? Wet, wet, <laughs> sour, sweet.
0: It's a little sour, a little vinegary. nutty, vinegary. Yep.
1: Vinegary. Vinegary. Um,
0: I can taste the almonds a little bit.
1: And uh, what is the percentage of alcohol?
0: Do it's, you know? That's a really good question. Let me look at this right now.
1: <sighs> that was sipping. 16.5%. So it's well, stronger than wine. So is it like we're sipping on like tequila? Or like no. somewhere between a hard liquor?
0: I would say between like a between like a beer-a-rita.
1: <laughs> uh, a beer
0: Yeah, a beer and a uh, wine. Uh, or a high percentage wine, essentially. High
1: percentage wine. Okay, as we sip our sherry, now yeah. seems like a good time <clears throat> to ask you, how did you get into Fraser?
0: Oh, man. I have such fun memories. So I remember for sure when it came on the air, I was probably, when, when did it start? 93? 93. I was six years old. I remember seeing commercials for it on TV and being so young that I didn't understand that it was not a radio show, but in fact a TV show. My older brother, Josh, he was like, no, it's a TV show. Years later, I found out it's a spinoff from Cheers, blah, 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 whatever. But I think I started watching Frasier in 1997, so I would have been 10, before I knew any of these jokes. Like, I would love it. I would watch it and laugh and all this stuff, but I didn't understand anything that was going on. But I'd watch it every single day right after... Let's see. After The Simpsons before Seinfeld?
1: Well, at one point it was it was part of the must-see TV Thursday yeah. lineup. It was a golden age. You had uh oh, yeah. Wings, Seinfeld, oh. Frasier, and I probably. I probably think that, friends. no, definitely at some point Frasier, Friends, and Seinfeld all overlapped at some God. point because okay oh this is this is good for me can i do i know all of the premiere dates of all of these shows
0: get into it
1: <sighs> okay so Frasier was 93 uh friends was 94 and seinfeld was i
0: know this one like actually
1: 88 no 89? 89 89 okay so they wow. definitely all overlapped at one point yeah
0: imagine <sighs> being in a time sorry to cut you off you, you warned me about that before Don't cut me off. Violently. Don't
1: cut me off.
0: White men just have a need to talk over women of color. And I'm trying to uphold my end of the bargain.
1: I think (laughs) as we're talking about this, maybe we can come up. Because I didn't know. I I figured it wouldn't be an issue because you're my friend. And I was saying before the pod listeners that I sometimes have a hard time speaking up. Especially when some man is louder than me. And taller. And you do happen to be tall.
0: A lot taller. Well, you know, you're also like 4'11 or something.
1: I'm Five feet on a good day.
0: Listener, she's lying. Thank
1: you very much. <laughs> but I think maybe a code word would be good. Okay. When it feels as if I feel not unsafe, but you know, yeah. like I'm being talked over.
0: You should say louder.
1: White man. <laughs> I'll just yell "white man" at you if I feel like you're talking. That's over my me. safe
0: word, so you can't use that. Damn it. I know.
1: I'm going with I'm going with white man. Deal. Um. Great. What question was I about to ask you? Ask uh, me. I, well. Okay. This is a good. This I was going to ask you this. So, in terms of, we are going to talk about the theme song. or We're going to talk about Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs, but among your favorite TV theme songs, number one, does it rank among your TV favorite TV theme songs? Uh, So that's my first question. Yes, it's it's my number one. (laughs) It is my number
0: one. Actually, you know what? here's the thing with this song. I love it. It's so jazzy. And this really got me into, like when I was a kid, I wanted to be grown up so badly. I wanted to be, I wanted to live in an apartment, not necessarily in Seattle, but I wanted a nicely decorated apartment. I wanted to have jazz on all the time. So when a Fraser would come on, I'd feel a sense of like adulthood and I'd feel so relaxed and cool. And like, it's something I always aspired to be. And now I have an apartment, you know, with my wife. We don't, we don't own it, but you know, it's there and I'll put on jazz and I'll feel like a sense of accomplishment. Like I am Frazier Crane, except not so much of a womanizer anymore. Oh,
1: I've never actually used the word womanizer to describe him before. Really?
0: Uh, you but know what? Maybe you're right. He he's,
1: just, he's flourished. very picky. He is picky. I, I could go on. I could go on about that. It's but a whole thing. I'm sure. I will say, well, yes, it is interesting that you sa- seemingly also like me aspire to be to, to to have some sense of I am Fraser Crane. Yeah, the jazz music definitely up there.
0: And the little what's the what's the instrument? Xylophone? Is it a xylophone?
1: That sounds right. Does it? <laughs> I think so. There there's a xylophone in the mix in the song. Yeah. The song is very soothing. I and I definitely there's there's jazz most jazz with the exception of what I would call manic jazz mm-hmm. is very relaxing. But I, I also like manic jazz. Manic Jazz, I would refer to, say, have you seen the film Rosemary's Baby? No. Oh, it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I do. I, I love a horror film. I
0: can't watch a movie about a devil baby as my wife is going to have a baby soon.
1: <laughs> and that's public. So we can keep that's that on fine. the
0: That's fine. I just can't tell you the name.
1: Are, is your baby going to be named Frederick?
0: Ooh, for, It'd be tough because she's a girl. So I think she might be upset Aww. with that name. But Fredina is uh, not a name. Fordina? Fordina.
1: Raz? I've, ne- I've never met anyone named oh, Roz. Oh, there's no
0: Roz. Like, that's that's clearly a man writing a woman, you know? We'll call her Rods. Fuck it. I don't care.
1: <laughs> R-O-Z, which is also something I didn't expect. Oh, I don't know it, why.
0: Is it short for something? Like Rosalind? Rosalind?
1: Rosalinda? No.
0: Rosalinda? The,
1: Rosalinda comes from uh, Noel Shepard, or Noel Shemsky, who has a crush on her, who's huh. a guy that works at the radio station, writes a story, like fanfic about her, as an alien with three breasts and calls her Rosalinda.
0: – Wow, you really but, are the number one fan of Fraser. Yes, I am, <laughs> and
1: that's why I feel comfortable. Uh, it's it's why I started this podcast, because I was only going to start a podcast about something I felt I knew truly everything about.
0: – I thought you were kind of kidding when you suggested it, and then it just started happening. – No, no. <laughs> – And now I'm on it. <laughs>
1: – Now you're on it. Um, So I, th- I feel like we've talked about character, well, favorite character. Let's say I one, think two, three. Niles. It's still Niles. Oh, okay. It is. No, Niles. it's too late. We're not doing the countdown. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, no, no, Niles is great. I I also just I enjoy him as a character because it to me it's more interesting to have somebody who is in the shadow of someone else. Yeah. Like I Like that. A big headed man like Frazier.
0: Literally a big-headed man, too. I also had a massive crush, I mean, obviously, on Daphne. So I was really, really there's this man. Let me tell you some. Deep stuff here. Ready for this? I'm scared. This is one episode. You'll probably remember it where Fraser accidentally gets locked in her closet, right? And, act- oh, and yeah. kind of accidentally watches her undress. Yes, I remember that. And that is when I went through puberty.
1: You don't even see her nude though. I
0: know, but you see her in some kind of Wait, let me say that again. <laughs> let me say that again. And that is when I went through puberty cuz you see her undress, She's wearing some kind of like a 90s or
1: something. Oh.
0: Oh, my God. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, of course you remember that. I remember
0: it vividly. And like that is when I was like, oh, my God. Now, I
1: feel like this is something that I now probably everyone went through this. I feel as if when you mentioned Daphne uh, and your moment, uh, it seems like several men that I know when they were younger because of the age that we're in now didn't have the same access to, say, pornography. Yeah. So had different ways in which they, quote unquote, reached puberty. You had to work
0: with a lot of different Objects and and magazines. That's right. You had to like just do ad hoc porn, essentially.
1: You had to get creative, and I think that that's what's missing in our in our boys, <laughs> <laughs> in our in our young men. No one has to get creative anymore. You just immediately have just too many options. There's
0: no channel that you have to kind of try it and get, and you have to. You, you can't look at the fuzz. There's no fuzz. Ooh. You just go straight up to Google and type in anything. Let me
1: give you an example. I'm not gonna. I, I, you know who this person is. I have a friend. We can bleep out his name. Oh. Uh, <laughs> this is a friend that I've also had for a long time. I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. Let's do another one. But we. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take you right out of this. Yeah. Or oh, I know. Let's come up with a fake name for him.
0: What do I do?
1: It's uh, Chad. <laughs> okay. Let's call this friend Chad that we yeah. both know. Even though his name's. Chad. <laughs> I'm gonna have to keep. You know that I'm the one editing this. Oh, my God. That's a lot of work. I'm going to be the one that has to.
0: Is it hard to add a beep? Do you have to remove the audio? Like yeah. if I were to say you remove when I say you add the beep that replaces
1: Exactly. <laughs> he told me that his sort of sexual awakening or what he had to get creative with was a Canadian uh, soap opera called uh, Bliss. Oh, That I, know. I too, am familiar with. Yes. And I was a fan as well.
0: We've probably talked about this before a We'd long time ago. We probably have.
1: But the point is, as all people in our early, very early 30s. Super early. Didn't I feel as if I did not have that same access? And I know that he didn't. Our mutual friend, Chad, did not have access to what is on the internet yeah. 15, 16, 17 years ago. So you have a show like uh, Bliss, which is a sort of... It's
0: softcore kind it, of. It's
1: softcore pornography for mm, women, I would say. And maybe Middle-aged. men, too. There's a storyline. And I think that that's lovely. That's what I want our boys to. <laughs> I'm going to stop saying that.
0: <laughs> our boys should be masturbating <laughs> to static and nothing else. That's right. They static, softcore.
1: And they have to go to the woods to find their pornography. I've heard this before. I don't know if it's true. That oh, people yeah. People hid their Playboys and such in the woods i don't know where i heard why not that.
0: just keep it in your house for easy access why go into the woods and bury it
1: <laughs> or that too That's
0: all right crazy. now that we
1: know that daphne was your um part of your sexual awakening um what <laughs> what were some of your if any uh, favorite episodes
0: oh man okay. a popular
1: one just to maybe inspire you is often the ski lodge the ski lodge yeah. is when they go to a ski lodge.
0: The murder one or something? Uh, oh wait, no, I'm thinking of the, where... Oh, Fraser thinks that um, someone's pregnant. Roz is pregnant. Roz,
1: oh, what a great episode. I believe that's the 100th episode. <laughs> 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 when, <laughs> well, I
0: have Google when you can just have Anita. Right,
1: you really don't... Um, I should even know the name of this episode, which I'm embarrassed that I Is it I probably do. the ski lodge? Roz is pregnant. Um, I'm looking it up on my computer this is good
0: because i have the episode i'm thinking of the episode right now and i'm trying to summarize it pretty no i actually you know what what i've got it go on okay the one with the radio show where uh, ham radio no the one where fraser makes uh niles do like 10 different voices
1: that's ham radio oh, it's called ham radio yes it is it's one of my favorite episodes
0: <laughs> wow
1: that's right they
0: start uh oh my god when they all start dying
1: it's a murder mystery oh
0: my god and martin's like oh it's a real bloodbath on there whatever the quote is
1: that episode is the reason that in in my lifetime i will host some sort of murder mystery party
0: can i be on it oh it's not a show can i be in it
1: maybe we'll see i have to make the guest list
0: (laughs) i want to be like the 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 house fool
1: the house fool (laughs) You mean the house boy? Wait, yeah. Is that a thing? Probably. Uh, or is probably. That just a porn thing? Both. I'm thinking of pool boy. Oh, yeah. I have porn on the brain now. Um,
0: Welcome to my life. I know. And every boy's life.
1: Keep talking about boys. It's my fault. Our young boys. I keep okay. on thinking
0: about boys masturbating and it's just like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, you know what? I don't want to ask my listeners because I'm scared what, how they would answer this question. But I'm going to throw it out there other than your awakening to daphne i wonder if anyone else li- watching fraser has been inspired to have a or had a sexual awakening
0: i'm curious about the women like who who they're most attracted to not just niles versus fraser but like martin or like what's the name of the um the station owner the really the, kenny yeah
1: who's a attra- i don't know who's into kenny but i can tell you i know men and women that are attracted to Martin Crane, yeah. and I get it. He has a, a swagger. I oh yeah, a Frank Sinatra like swagger. Just and also I envy just being that old, and I I pray that I am chill when I'm that old.
0: You know, it's scary. Like back then, he he's probably like fifty.
1: Oh, I know it's it's insane. He was he was young. He's probably yeah. Kelsey Grammer's age now. Oh
0: God. Which
1: brings me to the revival, which right now is still rumored. Um, mm-hmm. But I am curious if you have any ideas for the revival at all, and however big or small, uh, could be a character you want to add, a plot line where it starts i I already uh, I, I can't remember if I've already spoken of this idea or if so my idea right now that is my favorite idea is an animated revival oh. which was inspired by uh, the fact that the Trailer Park Boys, Trailer Park Boys, which is a Canadian show, yeah. has spun off into success in the United States. It became a Netflix original series, and then they just start. They just did a animated series of them when they were kids. They really like Muppet Babies, basically.
0: Wow. So
1: I, I think I could see Frasier in Space, which already was an idea I had, but this time it's animated. Animated Fraser in Space. My you boyfriend wanna... seems to think it's too far fetched. Um, which he's probably right, um, but I am curious if you have any ideas.
0: One thing I want to do is, I think we both know what this space show should be called, and I want to see if we can say it at the same time.
1: I'm not as much of a wordsmith as you, but let give me a minute. Okay.
0: Um, think about what I would say, and we'll okay. say it.
1: All right, ready? Let's do a countdown. One.
0: Three, okay. <laughs> three. One. Oh, Christ. <laughs>
1: three. Two. two one. one. Fraser in space. Oh. <laughs> Okay, you said Spasier, which is better than what I just said, which was just <laughs> Frasier in space. Frasier in space. Or, for me, originally, I had thought it should be Frasier with whatever year it is. So, like, Fraser 39, what if, it's
0: like, <laughs> yeah, what if it's crazy in the future? They've saved Fraser's brain. Yes. He's a robot.
1: So... You almost just described the plot to Jason X, which is the Friday the 13th. I love when a franchise goes into space. Right now, I only have two (laughs) examples, which are Leprechaun and... um, and Friday the 13th. So yeah. Leprechaun goes into space. I believe that film is called Leprechaun in Space. Who
0: brought the leprechaun to space?
1: I don't know, but it's genius. Like there's huh. a th- there's a special machine on the ship that makes him giant, <laughs> which makes for there's a great scene where he's chasing this very hot female scientist who magically her like pa- her pants are gone. She's just wearing like a nearly soaked white tank Ooh. and he's like chasing her i will to Google this later. But he's giant. He's like a large, he's a large leprechaun. And then there's Jason in space where Jason, um, spoiler alert, cannot be killed for some reason. He just can't. He's a murderer. They try to kill him, but what they do to try and stop him is freeze him. Like cry- cryogenically.
0: That's and smart. Then
1: he gets discovered in the future and nobody knows uh, his origin. And then once they figure out who he is, it's too late. He's unfrozen, goes on a killing spree in space. So I think the only way Fraser in space is going to work is if everyone gets cryogeptic or their brains get frozen. This this all makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of good freezing stuff here. I think we should copyright this so that nobody takes it. Pending. Okay. So does this fall into your idea or do you have a different idea? I have a
0: far different. All right. Let's hear it. An objectively better idea. All
1: right. Let's hear it. (laughs) I'm open to it. So Jeremy, what is your idea for the revival?
0: Okay. So here we go. And I want to preface this by saying this is not only a spinoff. But a crossover. Go on. You ready? Okay. Yes. So I gotta start with the Office. There's one episode of the Office where they do uh, one of those uh, fairs at high schools, so a career fair, and one kid tries to sign up for uh, Dunder Mifflin. That kid, I should say, man, he's the guy who plays Freddie. So Freddie's on an That's episode of the true. Office. Yes. So my revival is an Office Frasier spinoff crossover where Freddie's working for Dunder Mifflin. Frasier is a new boss. Niles is like. Dwight's best friend or whatever and they all work at the office and then Jim whatever starts a radio show too who knows antics will follow but it's a it's a NBC wet dream
1: you know what that's mine yes I'm on board because despite the fact that my idea was in space yeah one thing that I will say that has some overlap here is that we're changing up the scenery what I hope they don't do is try and emulate exactly
0: that's the problem and put it
1: in a swanky apartment like i think they're gonna have to change it up
0: my issue with that move is that it, it implies that no one grows and changes like you think frazier dresses the same way now as he did in the 90s like i don't i don't i don't no longer wear Jenko jeans and uh you know leather bracelets
1: well what, <laughs> one thing i will say that's interesting is as of now even when i watch this show what's nice is the fact that we're for me i i like that i'm still younger Mm-hmm. Than everyone, like yeah. I just watched. I, I would. Would you believe that I have been rewatching it? I'm, I'm rewatching it. <laughs> you don't say. I'm on season one, Ooh. and there's an episode in season one where Frasier feels like he's going through a midlife crisis. He's 41.
0: So Great, he, he it's was fantastic. 40, he's in his 40s or in the show. Supposedly, that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean,
1: and Niles is in his 30s because he is the younger brother.
0: Imagine that show on TV now. Is there anything on TV now where you have a an older than like you know millennial actor or an actress? I feel like it never Grace happened. Grace
1: and Frankie.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which yeah. Which I haven't
1: really watched. So but... I guess it's either extreme. <laughs>
0: it's like old, old age or like, you know, 30s. I,
1: I think it's the, the clothes thing is interesting because even when I look at Frasier, that, when I was watching it as a kid versus now, even then I was like, they dress in suits a lot. Like they don't yeah. often. It was weird t- to see. Like I'm trying to think of a time where I ever remember Niles wearing like a t-shirt. Like, he wore robes. I've never...
0: See- oh, of course.
1: He wore my favorite outfit for me, a sexual awakening for me, f- of of <laughs> Niles, which I've brought up countless times, and I will bring it up again on this podcast. Go on. The episode in which uh, Sherry, Martin's girlfriend, and Daphne get in a fight, That's- and, he, and then Daphne comes to Niles' apartment for the night, and he's wearing a fully white linen outfit. I watched this last out. night. Oh, yeah?
0: Last night. I set my alarm for 10.30 p.m.
1: Jeremy sent me a screenshot of the alarm.
0: Go <laughs> so, on. listeners, picture a screenshot of my alarm. A lonely
1: man it's, whose uh, wife is out of town. <laughs>
0: my wife's been gone for 48 hours, and I feel like it's been two months. Like, what do I do with myself? As you
1: described in via text, I feel like a fetus Yeah, is what you said. Much
0: like the fetus growing inside of her uh, stomach right now. Belly.
1: No, that's not right. It's not the belly. Well, it's like... Uterus.
0: Uterus anyway it's lower than you think anyway, sure Go on. so i uh, went to a friend's house last night got really drunk on wine and some really nice whiskey got home i'm feeling drunk i'm feeling this cold is coming back it, you know i'm stuffed up i'm forlorn i find an episode <laughs> at random that's the one. one oh and outfit, i looked at the outfit too i'm like wow what an outfit and i think i kind of like it
1: yeah i think it's okay also as a straight man to acknowledge that he looked attractive
0: Oh, they're both really handsome men, of course.
1: Well, I mean, yes, I will say, Fraser. I think for me, it's hard to look past his giant ego. Yeah, so that that part is difficult to get. Oh, also, I ca- absolutely cannot get past his uh, haircut in the first season. Oh, yeah. As Nile or as Mar- Martin describes, when his hair gets too long, he says, "You look like you're starting to look like Bozo the Clown," <laughs> which is, I think, entirely accurate.
0: I want to say one more thing too: is will you ever see another TV show where both main characters are visibly balding. I Is, would say never.
1: Oh, yeah. what about, oh, what about George Costanza? What about exactly. Detective Elliot Stabler? Who's that? From, oh my God, from Law & Order SVU. Oh, but these
0: are all old shows. Yeah, that's true. Will you oh, ever you see mean any? now? Yeah. Are you
1: saying old, like bald people are just not on TV anymore?
0: Balding people. Imagine pitching a show. You got a guy. He's 45. Beer belly. Balding.
1: So he's either already bald or not bald is <laughs> yeah. what you're saying.
0: You, TV doesn't do middles. That's why you never see people who, who look real on TV. I guess more so nowadays. But <laughs> you never see people who weigh like 170 pounds and are like 5'5". Five, five. I'm right. sorry. I'm this a little seems bit drunk.
1: Like it's okay. This seems like a good note <laughs> to move on move to the on. real <laughs> eggs and salad of or meat, meat <laughs> bread and but, butter ch- uh, meat of this episode. That
0: sounds fine. I don't think you have to edit that one. Let's
1: talk about the history of toss salad and scrambled eggs. Now, um, this is happening in real time, listeners. My uh, my boyfriend, who shall r- uh, remain unnamed, is going to make Jeremy and I some scrambled eggs.
0: Should we talk about how we think it's going to taste? Sure.
1: Okay. Now, listeners, listen to this. <laughs> or, here, Jeremy, keep talking. Uh,
0: I think it's going to be moist.
1: Can you make the eggs, and please? <laughs> Thank you. You're on the air.
0: What a good sport. This Listen, toss salad actually looks really Jared, good. Oh,
1: I mean, someone else is, my, my boyfriend's making the eggs. Okay. And now, like he
0: said, it takes a minute to make, too. So he's
1: making the eggs. As this is going on, we already have a tossed salad uh, that was already prepared uh, that's going to be ready to eat. Now, have you ever mixed scrambled eggs with a salad before.
0: Never. Well, okay. No, 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 never. I've gotten before like breakfast with, you know, you'll get scrambled eggs, toast and a side mixed green salad, but you never combine it because I'm not a psychopath.
1: Now I would say that also adding the salad on the side instead of home fries is a older, you know, I'm watching my health thing. And that is something I've started to do in the last three years. I've been
0: doing that because I'm trying to get my DILF body. Like, you know how you have all these like, fathers with their newborns and they, they always have the skin on skin thing in photos skin on skin
1: what's you're supposed that to do mean? that
0: yeah you do skin on skin so it helps you connect with the baby or whatever so you do like you put a baby on your chest and you're not wearing a shirt oh i swear there's a real thing so i want my first skin on skin photos to be like good looking i want to look like a really cool sexy dad mm. i don't want to be like some like bag of flesh just like and that's what's the baby. important
1: the most important thing about fatherhood is being fuckable.
0: thank you i know
1: um, and on that note, so here's what I've pulled up um, because I truly before uh, today truly did not know the origin of t- of this song of Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs. Uh, according to an uh, article from laughingsquid.com from April 17th, 2012 by Rusty Blazenhoff.
0: A notable website laughingsquid.com. That's
1: the name of the, <laughs> the guy who wrote this, Rusty Blazenhoff. Rusty, hit me up if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. I
0: apologize. He's not a real person, there's no way.
1: So apparently, uh, according to the song's composer, Bruce Miller, uh, he was given the direction of, uh, it needs to, this song for Frazier needs to be eclectic and jazzy, but avoid direct references to specific subject matter. Stay away from words about psychiatry, radio shows, and the name Frasier. It's a very interesting direction to me, as this is for the show. So I don't necessarily know why he was given that direction.
0: Not every piece of media can be Ghostbusters. You know, (laughs) you have one song with the name right there. But sometimes you want to skirt the subject.
1: That's right. So he wrote the song and the music, but then needed a lyric that would work. So he called his friend Daryl Finnessy, also a real (laughs) name, apparently. Uh, And he called back with an idea, tall salad and scrambled eggs. and it means, it says, that it essentially the tossed salad and the scrambled eggs are an analogy, is that the right word? Yeah. For uh, his patients, for Frazier's, for Frazier's patients. So, uh, hey baby, I hear the blues a call and refers to patients with troubles calling into the radio show. Oh, tossed yeah. salad and scrambled eggs uh, refers to it's a tough business. Like I don't know what to do with those tossed salad and scrambled eggs, a- aka it's a tough business. Got to deal with these "quote unquote" crazies every day. They're calling again. Should be self-explanatory.
0: So he. So let's say instead of you know, instead of schizophrenia and borderline personality disorder, you have tossed salad and scrambled eggs. I think
1: I feel like you're taking it too literally. Oh. As in your your as in. The tossed salad and the eggs in general are all the people with the mental illnesses, not specifically oh, yeah, schizophrenia sure. or bipolar. So Ooh, can... Let's name mental illnesses. Okay.
0: Major depression. <laughs>
1: Borderline personality Anxiety. disorder. I'm just naming my own here. This seems like a good time to ask, <laughs> are there any other analogies that could have worked other than tossed salad and scrambled eggs to describe Fraser's profession?
0: Steamed lobster and hard candy.
1: Steamed lobster and hard candy. You said. Steamed
0: lobster and hard candy. They're calling again.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of. Uh, steamed
0: lobster and hard candy all over the place.
1: Steamed lobster. I don't know. I, I'll go with it. That's more, good.
0: More sherry. Hold on. Yeah,
1: here. Pour yourself some more. He's popping the. He's popping oh, the top off. Yeah. Um. I fortunately I sent this question to you ahead of time because honestly. I couldn't think. I made I made this question about me because I couldn't think of anything that worked better. But the question I came up with from this was, "Oh, cheers!" Oh, by cheers. the way, we're clinking. Um, what food analogies would could we draw for our for our own mental health issues? And I would say one Ooh, yeah. thing that you, Jeremy, tell me if I'm wrong. You and I have in common is that we I would say we're both anxious people. Yeah, and are both medicated for it.
0: I'm on. Um, I recently got upped. To 300 milligrams of Wellbutrin, which is supposed to help with my, uh, what is it? Oh, lack of conversation. No, lack of concentration.
1: Lack of, con- <laughs> lack of conversation. Not I would. Me. Say, I don't think you lack in conversation. Same. Lack of concentration.
0: Yes. And then one. Wait. And then how much of? Oh, 20 milligrams of uh, Lexapro and 0.5 grams of uh, milligrams of Clonopin. Uh, <sighs> Damn. Some on, everything, you're, baby.
1: You're beating me i'm on right now i'm on 10 milligrams of lexapro
0: oh it's good stuff right um
1: i'm a fan does it
0: affect your sex drive (laughs) does it
1: we're talking about sex this isn't going on the pod oh it could okay
0: oh hot scrambled eggs you can just put it right in the salad
1: listeners no i swear
0: put it right in the salad
1: no, I, I, my boyfriend does not want to. I think he's upset that um, look really
0: good actually. The scrambled
1: eggs are going into the salad, um, so he has put the eggs. Thank you, thank you so much.
0: I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna eat it with the salad. No, of course.
1: Here's what I'm gonna do because I'm lazy. I'm just gonna um, do this. No, no, actually, there's some perfectly good salad here. I don't want to ruin all it. <laughs> so here's what I'm gonna do. I just okay. burped into the mic. <laughs> um, I'm going to put uh, the salad some salad here onto a plate
0: this is great i haven't had lunch yet so this really helps
1: <laughs> and it's good that we're drinking hard liquor um having not eaten oh no is your shirt okay it's fine <laughs> okay and um jeremy would you um spoon some uh scrambled eggs on top of the uh salad that you're about to scrambled eat Scrambled
0: eggs all over the place
1: Ooh. also really let's right after you do that let's take a pick okay. hold up the eggs That's good. That's good stuff. Okay. All right. Now it's... Uh, so what we're going to do, listeners, is we're going to eat...
0: Should we do at the same time? Yeah. Don't do it yet. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. Oh, so I have mixed... I have mixed... I'm mixing... I'm mixing the eggs with the salad. Ready? One, One two, two, three. two,
0: three. Right into the mic. I love that.
1: Oh, hey, that's not bad. Now. That's really good. Uh, my boyfriend... Who shall na- rename, rename? rename, remain unnamed. I I think he makes very good scrambled eggs.
0: Where do you put this? Is amazing.
1: John,
0: oh John, what's in your eggs,
1: sir? Here, tell us. Uh, just, for, just please tell us what you did to the eggs.
0: There's nothing but eggs, salt, and pepper. No butter. There's a little bit of butter. Oh yeah. He
1: made he made it with love. Clearly, Um I didn't expect to like this so much.
0: I cannot believe I'm liking this, and I'm eating more. I it's good the salad wilts a tiny bit but you know it's fine
1: um okay so what's
0: more of these eggs these are incredible the eggs
1: are really good your Um, boyfriend makes
0: some great eggs you should marry that guy hey do you have plans to get married
1: listen i have a whole plan which is i told him that i want to um prank him and when he wakes up we're married i don't know how i'm gonna pull it off but he wakes up there's a,
0: a i got a guy there's
1: a ring on his finger there's a ring on my finger or I I think I I don't want to suggest this, but I am a very gullible person, and I think it would be extremely easy to convince me that I do not exist. Yeah. Or convince me that like John does, or or convince me that my boyfriend does not exist. All you would have to do is uh, no. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> what a I th-
0: turn into your psyche. You know, I can see everything from your point of be, view. It could be. I
1: think we could easily make it a Twilight Zone episode where I just. I convince my boyfriend that we're married already.
0: You know, I think we both have very similar problems in the sense that we have <laughs> s- some really like iffy senses of self. like every once in a while, more so like this weekend when my wife was away for 48 hours and mm-hmm. I went crazy, I was kind of thinking to myself, how real am I? How real is she? Aww. Can I prove that I exist?:
1: Can you prove that you exist? I think you can imp- I think once this episode is on iTunes, Uh-huh It's proof that we both exist. Subscribe. Things that don't exist cannot Smash be on iTunes. Like. <laughs> and I just want to reiterate that Jeremy and I have been drinking uh, uh, sherry after only eating salad and eggs for lunch. Actually,
0: you know what I had for this, this morning? Hold on. Do you know what I had for breakfast this morning? No. I want you to guess.
1: Uh, eggs? Mm-hmm. And, and you're not sick of them yet. No,
0: I had two hard-boiled eggs, and they're delicious.
1: I had pasta for breakfast. Whoa. I know. I just I wanted to eat some leftover pasta, and I think that's another thing that's come with adulthood is realizing that there truly are no rules. None. So sometimes I do have these mm. moments that happen less and less frequently. Like last night, stayed up till uh, two thirty in the morning watching wow. new Twilight Zone episodes. How was it? Because I I enjoyed it. Oh, I enjoyed yeah. it very much. There was an episode with Adam Scott that I recommend.
0: Oh, nice. Um.
1: Okay. A question. Uh. Which is what food analogies can we draw for our own mental health? So I have one for myself. Yeah. Okay, which is, so I believe for my own mental health, given that Jeremy and I have spoken about our anxiety and exactly what medication and what (laughs) dose we're on, um, so I think an ice cream sundae bar for me is a good analogy for my mental health because a big issue for me is... uh, Racing thoughts, and in this case, I would say there's a lot of toppings uh, that can go on the ice cream that are at the ice cream bar. Mm -hmm. Uh, My favorite thing has always been uh, cookie dough covered in chocolate.
0: And is that is that an analogy for like severe anxiety?
1: (gasps) Oh, good question. I just wanted to say that that was my favorite topping. But let's think. Can we can we go deeper than this?
0: Okay. So first of all.
1: Oh, I know. I know. Okay. So the, so the cookie dough covered in chocolate is an analogy for, mm-hmm. problems, for problems that are that – the problems are actually what are underneath the chocolate coating. Oh. Sometimes I feel as if I find things to obsess over that aren't even the things that I care about.
0: And you could die from cookie dough if the eggs are turned from salmonella.
1: Don't, oh, don't ruin it for me. I, lo- I love cookie dough. I haven't died from it yet. We'll see. Um, <laughs> okay, and you what, – what about you? Food? to describe your mental health issues.
0: It's a mixed bag. Go I would on. say... Okay. I would say...
1: That's me true.
0: My anxiety is close to... After Halloween, you get this bag. Excuse me. You get this bag that everyone's contributed to. So everyone has their hand in my mental health. And if it's all good stuff, like all Snickers bars, it's great. But if they give me like a thousand wax lips, that sucks. It's awful. It's waxed lips. You know those candies? It came from the 40s when like you could just eat anything and be fine. But they'd give you these like big wow. red wax lips. And you just suck on this wax. I don't know how kids did it. It must have been all the lead in the in the <laughs> buildings.
1: I only like the chocolate candy. And if I'm being honest, me too. Uh, during Halloween. I used to keep uh, uh, the bag under my bed. Ooh. And so what was really fun, which obvious like I can't do anymore other because it would be like a cry for help is like I could just reach under my bed in the morning and just like pop a miniature uh, Reese's peanut butter cup in my mouth at eight
0: o'clock in the morning kind of like the girl from girl interrupted with the roast chicken she'd keep roast chicken all over her uh uh room
1: that's different is it I'm not keeping roasted chicken on in my oh you've got got to try it in the fridge but not you've
0: got to try it put it under your chair and see what happens in the morning
1: I want to mention that, yes, that tossed salad and scrambled eggs, another thing I noticed over the years is that there are a number of different sign-offs. Like, as in, so for example, one might be one day or one episode, uh, Kelsey Grammer at the end going, good night, Seattle, we love you. But then sometimes it's, uh, oh, like I just watched the season finale from season one, and at the end he said, see you next season.
0: I'm I'm trying
1: to look for um, a list of all of them. Oh,
0: that's a good idea. I'm sure it exists somewhere.
1: How would you sign off?
0: Try it at home. (laughs) Have your boyfriend make it.
1: That's right. Scrambled eggs and salad are good.
0: I can't believe how good it was. And this is like, I mean, maybe it was the eggs too. If we have bad salad and bad eggs...
1: Listen, a I'm a, I'm a very lucky gal, let me tell you. Okay, here, because my, my boyfriend cooks. He's a good cook. Full disclosure. Okay, here's all of the sign-offs. Uh, good night, Seattle. We love you. What is a boy to do? Good night. What? Frazier has left the building. I like I that I remember one. that, yeah. Thank you.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, I
0: do remember that. Okay, yeah.
1: See you next year. We love you. Now, one thing I wonder is, are some of these um, improvised like scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Good night.
0: If we're back into the analogy, that means what happened? Like he's got depression now.
1: Right, exactly. I, I'm not sure. That's why I wonder if <laughs> was it actually a clever thing or was it Kelsey Graham or improvising? I love it.
0: Borderline personality disorder all over my face. Does, Good night. It
1: make, does it make sense? I don't know. No. Um, I have I like to keep all the Frasier fan groups online anonymous because they're safe spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, But uh, something that helped inspire this episode was somebody did post in a Frasier group this question, which is, has anyone ever eaten tossed salad and scrambled eggs? Doesn't sound like a good combination. What'd they say? Okay, So somebody said, eggs and salad are awesome. Not much different scrambled than hard boiled. I might disagree with that. I beg
0: to differ, absolutely. Right.
1: Also, you've had two different kinds of eggs today. You've had hard boiled (laughs) and scrambled. Now that you have bo- now that you've had both, yeah, what would you rather have in your salad?
0: I mean, I think I'm gonna stick with hard boiled eggs just because it's a go-to. It's normal. These eggs were really warm because <laughs> <laughs> they're fresh off the grill. A little. That's right.
1: Cold. Oh, I almost spit um, <laughs> eggs onto the mic. Cold.
0: That would have been quite a look.
1: Cold scrambled eggs. I wonder if that would have been good. Maybe not. Like on how a salad. cold?
0: Ice cold scrambled eggs.
1: Like like the um, temperature of egg salad.
0: Oh wow! I'm wondering
1: if that would be weird. Well, that
0: sounds that sounds delicious too, though. I don't know. Mm. Maybe. Okay. Next episode.
1: Next episode. Uh, I'm try. Uh, let's see. It could. Oh, so somebody in uh in response said what this song is actually a metaphor for, which is that it's for people. Yeah. Somebody else said it could be a reference to the drumming because drummers use stick techniques known as tossing the salad and scrambled eggs. I don't know if that's true. What? I'm going to look it up. Oh, okay. Our producer, Caitlin, is also looking it up.
0: I should add, we both know the other toss salad.
1: As we all know.
0: And I don't think Fraser would do that, honestly.
1: <sighs> yeah, he is a bit of a fuss f- f- budget. Oh.
0: Fuss budget? I was going to say either blowhard or fussy, fussy boy.
1: Tossing...
0: <laughs> do, is do that, that drum- Fraser Crane? A producer
1: Caitlin is asking. Uh, uh, I think she's salad and egg. she's talking to a drummer on the phone. What do you guys say? Wait, can you jazz say that? Drummer.
0: I did not even know you're K- married.
1: Caitlin, my producer is going to weigh in right now. Uh, go ahead.
0: So I just called
1: our uh, expert, who my husband, who's a jazz drummer, <laughs> and he said that often uh, jazz musicians, specifically drummers, would yeah. name their signature licks. Um, often as food, like this is my hot sauce, this is my tossed salad, and so on.
0: So I wonder if the composer of that song was like a drummer or something. I mean, he's a musician, obviously.
1: Oh, that's a good question. This guy's just
0: fucking full of himself then.
1: I don't know who he is, but um, let me see if I can find that article again because I want to know. I know that the guy is a composer. Yeah. If you're a composer, what is the likelihood that you also play an instrument?
0: Hi. Yeah. Because you can't make a living off of playing just tuba. Bruce Miller. I like how I wanted to. Is there a
1: famous tuba player? Is the question.
0: I can't name even one.
1: He's a composer, arranger, and a conductor. Although, there might be more than one Bruce Miller. He's got a website. Uh, I can't tell if he plays the drums.
0: Regardless, he's been around musicians to probably hear them be like, oh, this is my toss salad. That's right. And he lifted it for, wow, he's a thief.
1: He's a thief. Bruce, if you're listening, would love to have you on the pod.
0: I hope you die. Oh, yeah, yeah, what you said. Don't
1: listen to Jeremy. <laughs> um, okay, I think this is a really good place to end. And so the question is, yeah. and I think you need to think about this metaphorically and literally, huh. uh, do toss salad and scrambled eggs belong together? Yes. I agree.
0: I definitely think so because everyone needs a partner. I was thinking about someone, something, someone was telling me. Wait, was this a dream? Where people were saying how in some country babies are just paired with each other. Babies. This is probably a dream. Come to think of it.
1: I, if it's a dream, then it's fine because we we can't say, we're not going to say that it's fact.
0: Okay, so in this conversation slash dream, mm-hmm. a friend of mine told me that in a country I'm going to say Germany like babies when you're born, you're assigned a partner.
1: Like to marry?
0: No, just to hang out with. If you want to marry them, that's fine. Okay. Um, it sounds more and more like it didn't happen, but anyway, (laughs) uh, what was my original point? Oh, right, yeah. Do so toss salad and scrambled
1: eggs belong together? Everyone
0: needs someone else. Sure. Know? And to have someone with like, you know, if you're a toss salad, you need a scrambled egg to talk to you about your toss salad and be like, what's it like being a scrambled eggs?
1: And I think, um, ooh, this, okay, this is the last question. Oh. In your relationship, are you the toss salad or the scrambled eggs? I know that I'm the scrambled eggs in my relationship. I'm all over the place for sure.
0: You want to a really sweet answer? Go on. I'm both she-Sherry. Like, she's sweet and gets me drunk off love.
1: Aww, that's pretty sweet. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if there was ever a romantic answer to that question, but that's as romantic as it's gonna get.
0: Now she's been gone for about fifty hours now.
1: I I, I truly believe you've been counting. <laughs> do you have a uh, a timer?
0: No, but I should do that. She should be home any minute now. Oh Aww. I'm so happy about that.
1: I'm so, I'm really happy for you. Yeah. Um. Well, Jeremy, <laughs> I feel like I've learned a lot about. Salad, eggs, mm-hmm. sherry. Yeah. You, me. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Thank you um, for having me. Where can people find you? What's what's happening that's in your life? How can a, people follow you?
0: That's a great question. So let me give you a good simple answer. My moniker for everything, everything is, is candy and pizza. C A N D Y A N D P I Z Z A. Candy and Pizza on Twitter, on Instagram. I'm writing a book about everything. Frasier might be in there, but it's a memoir. It's going to come out next year um, if it gets bought. <laughs> Who knows? And I'm going to have a daughter in about six months. And Will she
1: have an Instagram account?
0: Oh, no. Not until she's uh, 50. Okay, great. After great. I die.
1: Okay, fantastic. <laughs> You'll be dead. Right, right. got it.
0: Got well, it. at 50, I'll be – Yeah. When she's 50, Let's I'll be, be realistic, yeah. Oh, I might be alive still. My family lives kind of a long time. All right, great. I think like I'm jinxing the entire thing now. But yeah, follow me at Candy and Pizza. My website's candyandpizza.com. Check out my writing. If you want to, some of it's good. 40% maybe.
1: There's some good stuff in there. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And and Jeremy's going to finish his uh, eggs and his salad. uh, And and sherry. And until next. All right, I'm doing my
0: sign off. Oh, you're doing your sign off. Can we do do it at the same time? Until.
1: (laughs) And until next time, good night, Seattle.
0: We love you. (laughs)